Come on in here, Jody Joe. A house full of women, cub. House full of sensitive-ass females. Dealing with they damn hormones. Y'all some unstable creatures. See, I ain't gonna say the B word. I'm gonna say unstable creatures. It's my new word for y'all. It's the Mally Rose Podcast. Two years of podcasting. Did you know? We two years locked in and we, pers- we pushing it on this Friday. Hey, well, what's good? Ain't no question if I want it, I need it. I can feel it slowly drifting away from me. You've been locked in for two years so with us. Why you playing? I'm saying I will yeah. never, ever let you let this down, down, down. Nothing, 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 seen it. I dream it. I can feel it slowly drifting away no more chances if you blow this, you bogus. I will never ever let I'ma you try not to sing all the words, you know. <laughs> Two years, chances. The devil dances and eventually answers to the call of autumn. All them falling for the love of falling. Get caught with 30 rocks. The cop look like Alec Baldwin. In a century anthems based off inner city tantrums. Based off the way we was branded. Face it, Jerome get more time than Brandon. And at the airport, they check all through my bag and tell me that it's random. But we stay winning. This week has been a bad massage. I need a happy ending and a new beginning and a new fitted. And some job opportunities is lucrative. This the real world, homie school finish They just stole your dreams, you don't know who did it I treat the cash the way the government treats saves I won't be satisfied till all my niggas get it, get it? Ain't no question if I want it, I need it I can feel We've been locked in for two years, we still rockin', but we gon' let it rock for a minute I'm on the edge, so why you playing? I'm saying I will never, ever let you live this down Summertime living, me and my bitch about to head down to Miami just to go swimming. We gon' drink so much liquor, we gon' be sweating, hit it. I'm a Papa E. Bill while she dipping skinny. I know the world rubber, but fuck Jimmy. I'm tryna have a good time, cause there ain't many niggas that party like me, get high like me, spend money like me, that's not likely. Reservation at a five star spot, sipping bubbly on a five star yacht. And when the sun go down, we hit the town A two-part lifestyle, yeah, I get around Charger on them 26s and I'm blazing okay. Charger on them 26s and I'm blazing okay. Charger on them 26s and I'm blazing We on vacation, celebrate, cause we made Somebody dying to flex, bitches they dying to kill 
Russian roulette. The way that I move, chess is a hundred blue rats and no bet. The way that I send over home base. That's one of my favorite songs right here, y'all. Y'all know this one of my favorite songs. Then they try gonna be lit. Try with the fans on side of the wheel. And shout out if you watch that vlog. Vlog 34, we turn it up. You fold with my pockets, get dipped. Running the street, just flex. My gang that haven't but gets. Cash around my neck. Bad bitches taking X. The checks is nevertheless. Can we want one more? One more for the two years. Family Two year anniversary, Maori Bo's podcast. Honor. Integrity. Yes, sir. I'll see. Head of the family. El Pacino. Welcome home to Emory. Let's get back to this De Niro. Uh, niggas want to kidnap. Good luck with that, bruh. You must go and hide your whole family. Hey, what you think we win? Black for ready for that war. Ready for that war. Ready. You ain't ready, yo. You radio. You ain't really ready. Real shit, chair. Alpha bought his bricks here. Elvis got his record took. It's like we got a seventh gear. That shit. Come on, man. NFL investigations. Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 104. Yes, sir, man. 104, two years of podcasting. Um, and it's not as big as a celebration as last time when we did one year, but it ain't. But I mean, it's just two years. That's crazy. That two is years, crazy man. to me. It's um, 104 weeks straight, too. 100. Two straight years we've been doing this shit every week. Every week, no dropping breaks. every Friday. No breaks, no breaks, yes, no days sir. off. Hella days off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I guess I wanted to, what I wanted to ask you was being at it's two years, just a little bit on the journey, your journey, podcast journey. Nah, for real, yeah. For you. So after, how was the second year different from the first? Um, I think the second year we became more mature with it. Just being podcasters, you know? Yeah. Not just sitting down and trying to talk shit, but actually sitting down with some ideas like trying to keep people entertained um it's definitely been a longer uh second year than it was the first year i think we had bigger plans this year um yeah one of the biggest i think differences between year one and year two was just like i think year one we interrupted each other a lot we was trying to get our footing down and i think year two we kind of figured out you know what i'm saying more of our own kind of personality with this you know what I mean? Nah, for sure. I think people listening now can say Terrell is a specific way. And Terrence, and Terrence is a specific, is for sure, specific, specific way. way. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would say um, going coming out of the first year of podcasting, it was like we was trying to... We had did a full year of talking, and we went from just talking to like enlightenment a little bit, too. 100. Where it's not just we talk about everything, but we start talking about 
some real shit on this podcast. Yeah, definitely. And you always be, you all, sometimes you're kind of reluctant to start. Every pod. Jesus. That is, is not something that should be a ritual. It's not. Well, I have a. Why do you have a random 2.30 alarm? I have a, I don't know. You're making it a big deal. That shit, I hate that fucking sound. I don't like the sound either. It's a great alarm sound, though. That motherfucker will wake you up. Mm-hmm. But, um, but sometimes you be reluctant to talk about real shit on yeah. like your public platform because whatever, but we kind of saw the obligation to like give people game. 100. And I'm glad we started to do that. That's, my, that's probably my favorite thing about the last year. 100. And I, I feel like we want to give a, a special shout out to everybody who's been listening for all 104 weeks. Even if you've been listening to only 50 weeks, um, shout out to the real ones that lock in with us every week. Turn up, man. We're trying to make that Friday lit for y'all. Nah, for sure. And I think we should stay on the topic of podcasting just to start. No, yeah, absolutely. I think the tweet that you tweeted. Well, no, before you get there, I was going to talk about um, the podcast landscape. Before we get to that, because I didn't want to talk about that. But I did want to say before we get there, is that if you're thinking about starting a podcast, don't let the landscape and what it is today keep you from getting to your own audience. Mm-hmm. It's room for everybody to do it, you know. That's one thing I had somebody that was getting into something. They was getting, I think they were selling like a, they were starting a clothing brand or something, and they was like, "It's probably ten people on my block that sell clothes, but that don't mean I don't have my audience on that same block." Yeah. And so, if anybody's thinking about starting a podcast or it could be anything, you got an audience out there that you could get to. One hundred. I've been listening to a lot of smaller podcasts. Mm-hmm. They get like. Probably not even as many listens as we do, and we still small, believe it or not. Pause. But I've been trying to give a lot, of pe- lot more people way more spins, and there's some dope-ass podcasts out there. It really is. So if you want to do it, I say do it. Yeah, and I feel like another thing, um, your shit could blow up, you know? Your shit could blow up way, fa- way past ours. You ain't even going to be listening to ours no more because your shit done pop. No bullshit. So definitely, I would jump right out there. To be doing this for two years... It really don't take that much. You know? Yep. I mean, it really don't take that much to sit down and have a combo. Now, if it's you and your homies, and y'all got to all link up and figure out when y'all getting off, I understand, you know? That's the tough part. And then, But honestly, Terrence, it's not easy to just do. It's you got to be able to hold a conversation that's worth watching and listening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people think, fuck it, I could do a podcast. Really think about what your audience is. That's why I said find your audience, because... You really got to think about what your audience is going to be, and then you really got to be able to hold their attention. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what I wanted to ask you, too? What is the, how has the landscape changed? And that's what take us into that, what you was going to bring up. But year one versus year two. Because when we started podcasting, believe it or not, it was not this many podcasts out. It was like the big ones, but a lot of podcasts started post, like this year. This year and even late last year. Yeah, um, you're seeing way more people uh, start podcasts now just because I think a lot of people are just enjoying listening to it. And I think the more you enjoy listening to something or you, the more you enjoy kind of being a part of something, mm-hmm. a part of you feels like, I want to go ahead and start my own. You know, I can have an audience of my own. Shout out my boy Don. I mean, my boy Don was talking about how he was thinking about starting a podcast with his, with his fam. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? That wasn't a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has an audience out there. You just got to go mm-hmm. and find them. So I think from when we started versus now, it's just a lot more saturated with podcast. 
quote like, unquote. Yeah. Everything is now podcast. You got mad sports podcasts. Damn, can you imagine you was in the NBA and you want to come out with a podcast? Even that field is way more saturated than Hell before. Yeah. I remember I was just watching All the Smoke and Knuckleheads. And that seems like the two basketball podcasts that was out there. I know, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Richard Jefferson and um, Channing Fry had a podcast. But those yeah. three, ever since them three, those were the first three like NBA basketball podcasts that I seen. But now there's so many. You know? Oh, yeah. And they got backing, too. KG shit is behind Showtime right with all the smoke. So That's I think the, the, the lane is definitely growing. And, and it's growing in some good ways and in some, you know, some negative ways. Not really. I think it's uh, when we started podcast, a lot of people don't know. We've been podcasting longer than some of the biggest podcasts. Like Wallow and Gilly started po- they podcast after we started. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. They have less episodes than we do. But, of course, I mean, that's a completely different level. And yeah. people like Wallow and Gilly and, like, the, the bigger podcasts that have been doing it before all of the other celebrities got on board with Maybe I Can Do This, mm-hmm. like the Joe and even the other Joe, Joe Rogan, Joe Budden, all of these different people that have their own shows or had them for a long time. For a while, it was that, and then it was, like, the people that were on a little bit of a lower level. Yeah. Where we were. Um, like, there was niche podcasts. But nowadays... I was talking about this on Twitter the other day, and I think Young Miami just started a podcast with, on Revolt with Diddy. And it's like, okay, everybody is starting what, they, what they're calling a podcast, and it's not a lot of traditional style podcasts no more. Now it's like, I'm going to bring this person on my show and interview them and ask them questions, and I told but you. I'm going to call it a podcast because we're recording on mics. Yeah. Like, I Am Athlete, I love to death, but I wouldn't even consider I Am Athlete a podcast, but... They actually do have the audio in the in the podcast library. Yeah. And before though, before when they was really just getting into the sports and shit. Yeah. To me, that was different. But nowadays, you just got celebrities that's just like, so what are you doing? So what are you about? And this is a podcast. I feel I've like been, we losing some creativity. I've been telling Terrell that for a minute. He doesn't believe me, but I've been saying for a minute that it's like it seems like niggas are are trying to be Oprah. You know, I don't want to see Jamie Fox go on. Your, your podcast, and you're saying, so yeah, tell me how you got started with, with acting. We I already heard that before. I don't want to see you bring Queen Latifah or somebody onto your podcast and you really just interviewing Queen Latifah. It's almost to the point now people start podcasts and the episode name is Queen Latifah. So this whole thing is, yeah, I'm sitting down with my girl Queen Latifah. So how did we become friends? I really don't give a fuck. Two, so how did you get started in the industry? It's like, yo, I can go and find a Queen Latifah interview about, you know what I'm saying, how she got started in the industry. Me personally, I would like to see, okay, bet, if we're going to do an athletic, or, or let's say the, we are going to do a podcast with all R&B singers. Like Tank just came out with a podcast, and his first episode is Jamie Foxx. You know? I didn't mm-hmm. even watch it, but I would like to watch that podcast and just see Jamie Foxx and Tank do what we do, where you sit and talk about things in your leisure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could sit and listen to somebody like Jamie Foxx and somebody else do what we do every week. And it not just be about y'all career. And I think this is the downfall that people will see with this new age of podcasting and interview, interviewing people like Young Miami. When you run out of people to interview, do you still have a podcast? You know what I mean? Yep. 
If young man, imagine a city girls podcast. We just gonna sit here and talk about what we did for our week. We gonna check in every Friday. That would actually be dope. But you're not gonna do that, mm. you know? No, you're gonna interview motherfuckers. You interviewing Diddy talking about what what that was. What, 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 what was that? I don't know. Whatever what she, she said. About, I don't know what she about to do. I guess what you got, Saucy Santana come up there. And this is the thing. Now that the industry, the industries will start to combine. So once people started giving out money to do podcasts, I feel like that kind of changed shit. Because now industries are involved. So now, but, but you got to think about it. The rollout for albums and stuff is different now. Because now, as opposed to going to the radio station, you might go on million dollars worth of game. Yeah. Or you might, you know what I'm saying? You might do a podcast if mm-hmm. you got some shit coming to promote it versus going to the radio station like they used to. Outside of LA Leakers and Damn, you're right. Flex, where do you, in Breakfast Club, it ain't no way to go, but, but not people going to podcast. I don't know. It's just getting saturated. And honestly, like you said, I would like to see more. People be just creative. Like, look, if Queen Latifah went on somebody's podcast and they were just talking about regular shit, that yeah. would be dope. And then I respect the niche podcast, like even Complex Ambition or Club Ambition podcast. They talk a lot about what happens in Rhode Island. Shit that I would never even know because I don't live there, but it's like, this is dope because it's its own. Yeah, and thing. I can get used to you. Somebody can get used to adding that to their routine. I think it'd be hard to add these little interview podcasts to your weekly routine. Like right. Quentin Tarantino, my favorite director, he's getting ready to start a podcast with Roger Avery and some of the people that he started with, and they're just going to start doing like film analysis and like certain, they're going to be talking about certain things. Oh, that's I, be I dope. value that, you know, because Quentin Tarantino isn't so easily accessible. If you are easily accessible, you, you posting every day on your Instagram, you active everywhere. Do we really want to hear from you on a podcast for an hour, talk about the same shit we can go and see, you know? Nah, for sure. So it's definitely a different feel, but we sit in a different lane, I think. Not for sure. And I want to definitely encourage people and not discourage people to start uh, y'all podcast because it is a huge ass market for everybody. Everybody needs shit to listen to. The average American spends 38,000 hours of their life in their car. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. On average, you spend 38,000 hours in your car and you spend 42 hours uh, on average You'll spend 42 hours a year in traffic. That's crazy. So as somebody that's a, a, a content creator, especially a podcaster, that's something that I wrote. I saw those statistics and wrote them down because I'm like, this is the, this looks like free real estate yeah. that I'm trying to soak up. Damn, when yeah. you in your car, instead of you hitting that album, I would want you to hit the podcast joint and listen to that shit if you're going to be in, in traffic. And I think you'll be in different spaces in your life. Like my space in my life right now, when I get in my car... I really don't want to, I don't really don't feel like looking for a song to put on. After that Kendrick Lamar album, now I'm like, all right, I'm not done listening to N95, but I don't really want to put on no music sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Put that on. Y'all said that was, you know. That's still a fire track, but and I'm guess like. Guess what? When that my life is all I have, my rhymes, my pen, my pad, I let that I'm motherfucker run. And he do too. But guess what? When you hear that. Uh, bullshit he was saying in the beginning. You see what he's doing though? Who brought up Cole? <laughs> and now you about to bait me into talking shit. Because that song is not better than N95. I'm sorry. My life is not better than N95. Styling up just like a real nigga staircase. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He should have brought that shit back. If he'd have brought that shit back, that song is better. That Top be of the morning, I know that you thought I was dumb, man. With the 21 verse and the Moray? 
Please. That N95 is still better than that whole song. Terrence, you Take just love that. You just love that song so much. If you look, look at what the song is about, though, it's not just about how it sounds. I'm sick of you niggas saying, oh, but, I, but my life, I can jam. All y'all niggas is on there joint talking about nothing. Go listen to what Kendrick Lamar was talking about on N95. And it's called N95. Come on, bro. <laughs> look, I got enough of that in my Don't life. Don't start with me. Hey, didn't you wear this on the 52? I wore this one year ago today. That's crazy. I just, I just, I just remember that. This nigga wearing one year clothes. And this nigga's a... Uh, you need to take that to the Goodwill, boy. How you look like a Goodwill? All right, Terrence. Like an actual wheel. Look at you. You got on this heavy-ass shirt. You like a camp counselor, boy. You look like you getting ready to go to Six Flags with sixth graders. This nigga got on the same glasses as Stuart Little's brother. Okay, boy, you look like you run. Look, the- he was sick as shit. With the, remember the boat race? That's not my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you run the, the, uh, the school patrol meetings. All the little... School patrols that wear the little light, light belts. Oh, my goodness. First off, I don't even think they have that. But you was made if you was a, a safety patrol. You but was now, made. Look, but look, if you were, if the cool kids now, all you niggas that love street shit and dirt and this is how y'all live y'all life. And all them kids say that if you did that, they grew up to be feds. Nah, fuck that. We were just trying to be at the front of the line, low key. Remember the, remember the safety patrols leave first. Mm-hmm. Safety patrols that help you get to your bus. I was a safety patrol. I used to love my belt. I always struggled to put that joint on. Mm-hmm. Man, I was a safety Man, patrol when in, third I was in third grade. When I was in third grade, I had a crush on this girl that was in fifth grade. She was a safety patrol. Her name was Erica. I'll never forget. Man. I used to be a look at her. I remember with Erica. Me. Do you? Erica ended up being gay. She ended up being a dom, yeah. Yeah, it's you did crazy. You have a crush on that joint at young. It's crazy how you had crushes on people when you was young. And then they cha- completely then they changed. changed. Yeah. Now if I see, I'd be like, what's good, bruh? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and she definitely like that now. Not for real. She'll probably rob me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just to stay on that topic, I don't forget what people did or have done when I was young. You know what I mean? The shit that happened in school, I don't let that shit go. I'm going to tell this story too. When I was in, I ain't even going to say what grade I ain't going to try. I ain't trying to rat nobody out. But I don't give a fuck. Uh... We was there. It was free pancake day. Terrell heard this story before, and I'm putting it out there. I don't care. It was free pancake day. I had about $36 in my pocket, a 20, a 10, and about six ones. Six ones. Okay. And it was free pancake day. So all my, all my boys and like all our girls had got together. We all went to the pancake joint. Skip school. Did we skip school that day? No, I don't think we did. I don't did. think so. I think we went after school. Um... But it was free pancake day, which means you ain't have to buy no pancakes. You get a, a, a three stack of pancakes for free and you just had to pay for your drink. And I think I got a water, not because I didn't want to pay for my drink, but I just wanted to, I just got a water. Brokey. <laughs> and that's the story that I'm telling. But um, Tess, I think you got your story mixed up. You thinking about after prom. Nah, Terrell. I'm thinking about free pancake day. I thought, right, I would, ahead, this, you know what I'm saying? This is my life is all I had. But look, I'm about to say that. Pa- <laughs> Go ahead. It was it was free pancake day. They was giving out free three stacks of pancakes and everybody was getting it. The waiter came around and it's me. It was my girl at the time and her friend. Now her friend used to be one of them chicks back then who would only fuck with niggas that was like 20. She was fucking with niggas that was like 22, 23 when we was in high school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she was being taken advantage of. Basically. <laughs> but then again, let's keep it a hundo. No, she was not. She was one of them dumbass girls who thought that she was hot shit and didn't want to fuck with niggas on our level. You feel me? That's why I say I don't forget. You thought you was hot shit. 
A lot of y'all girls in high school thought you was hot shit fucking with short, fucking with a nigga that was 21. These lame ass niggas pulling up outside of school. Oh, I remember. And sitting outside our school. Remember? You know what I'm saying? So mm. she thought she was hot shit. I'm sitting there. I'm sorry. Back to the free pancake night. I'm sitting there with my girl and her friend. And the waitress asks my girl if she wanted pancakes. I think my girl got the three stacks. Uh, and then when she asks me, and I will never forget this my whole life. When she asked me if I wanted pancakes, I said, you know what? Nah, I don't think I'm gonna do pancakes. I think I'm gonna just, you know, just cool it. I just really wanted to come and chill with my friends. I had $36 on me. I could have bought all y'all niggas drinks. I could have got everybody pancakes. But when she asked me if I wanted pancakes, I said, nah, I'm good. Her booze, my girlfriend, bougie ass friend said, no money. <laughs> In front of me and my girl, everybody trying to embarrass me. So look, I had to pull my $36 out and I was like, I have money. I just don't want pancakes. And I will never forget being so embarrassed in front of my girl at the time because I felt like her friend, it's one thing for your friend, you to have friction with a girlfriend, but I really felt like she was counting me out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, damn. Damn, you do think I'm a broke boy. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly just keep it a hundo. I was. I'm in high school. I can afford fucking pancakes, but since you want to be a fast, fast ass. And you dating the, the, the 21 year old that's ass ass nigga that's probably about to fuck you and not give a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk shit about me, but look where you are now. Straight up, like, look where you are now. You probably got kids somewhere. Hold you on, nothing wrong with having kids. You probably got, Don't and talk look, shit and the shit man on the probably youth. not in your life. Nah, fuck that, because my thing is this. You wanted to talk shit about me, right? But look where you ended up. No money. I could come to you right now and say the same <laughs> thing. No money. You got me fucked up. I will never forget that. I will never look past that. Let me tell you. It's going to be people that's in your life right now that's counting you the fuck out because you don't have it right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you're not even supposed to have it right now. I'm in high school. Are you talking about no money? And what if was, I didn't have any fucking money? We wasn't even seniors back then, too. That was like... Nah. What if I didn't have any money? Then what? You going to embarrass me in front of my girl? In front of all my friends here at this table? And look, I'm still holding on to it because fuck I'm that. I'm say, it sounds like you still fuck dealing with that. that. Fuck you. If you see this, fuck you. And I hope you have some money for your kids, because I'm sure you have kids and no man. Terrence, stop saying that like the kids are a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not letting like, you shit on people's youth. I'm not shitting on her. People will love to say you youth, got kids. Like, like you a 28 year old man. Nigga, nah, you but look, you was one of them fast ass girls. Thought you was hot shit, and now you probably somebody baby mother. Let's get. I mean, we can giving it up straight like that. Y'all know I respect women like shit, but was she respectful to me? I gotta be respectful to you, cause you a mama now. Nah. I'm just saying, don't say, don't disrespect the children. I mean to come on with the negative story time. Nah, but I didn't I know mean, you were like, about to serious us out and be off the shit serious. on me off the free pancake day. Are you talking about no money? I will never let that shit go. I'll be playing devil's advocate. She was young. She was probably influenced by whatever. Now what are Is you? Is it that big of a fucking deal? Now what are you? Old and washed. Now she's a, an adult, and probably if she's seen you, would be like, hey. <laughs> and I'd be like, please. And you know, I started throwing, I started throwing shade at that joint. I started throwing I shade remember. at that joint as I got older. And what Terrence isn't telling y'all, this is just somebody that I used to talk to when I was in 11th grade. See, now you, see, now you puzzling, now you puzzle piece, and I ain't trying to do that. See, you talking about grades. I don't I'm give a fuck, Terrence. I don't give a damn. I'm not like, trying shit on nobody or have nobody pointing no fingers at nobody, but I never let that shit go. You got me fucked up. Who and that person now? definitely, yeah. I'll take you and your kids How out for some pancakes. How do we get there from two, two years of, uh, we were talking about starting a podcast. I said, you know what? I'm going to just stay on a... I don't know. 
know. Look. No, we're going to bring it home because look. If you try to start a podcast, you know what a lot of people tell you? A lot of people will tell you not to do it. A lot of people are going to say, nah, that's already too much out here. Nah, it's, it's already too much. And look, we was past the podcast, and I just wanted to tell that story, Jalai. Just because it's like, yo, people are going to count you out. A lot of y'all are younger and still trying to map your shit out. And there's people that's going to shit on you. Look, no money, shit like that. Back. Yeah. Who got money now? Because when you up, oh, my God, the feeling when you get up and you see niggas. I'll never forget when I was in motherfucking eighth grade, Miss Rigby's math class, them niggas used to joan on me. And I used to be just like, I used to always be like, is it an A day or a B day? And then if it was a B day, I had Miss Rigby and had algebra. And I knew if I, go, if I went in there, Miss Rigby sound fine, like a fine teacher. Miss Rigby looked like if you could take. She was, not that, she was not attractive. I'm not going to disrespect her. I'm not saying you don't got to I'm just saying Rigby. Miss Rigby. Nah, Miss Nat. Miss Rigby. Nah, Terrence. <laughs> I think I need help on number three. You wouldn't want help from Miss Rigby or not. That should come over there. She was definitely. Miss Rigby looked like she could make some fire ass mac and cheese. Stay on topic, Terrell, on your shit. But, um. You look like I, you, uh. I, <laughs> I used to be reluctant to go in that joint. I used to be a little like nervous to go in that joint because I'm like, damn. I was like going, and because remember, algebra, you in there with, I was in ninth grade. So, you in there with niggas in 11th, niggas that terrible in math, that yeah, failed in ninth. You remember in 12th grade, you, you took, had to take art again because Miss Marola failed us? No bullshit, yeah. And so now you back in there. But, them niggas used to always be talking shit about everybody. And I used to be like, oh, these niggas going to be get their crack. Oh, look at this nigga shoe. Look at this nigga whatever. And I wasn't like super dirty or nothing. I had a big head or whatever. So they used to joan or whatever. And it was cool. And I used to be like, damn, these niggas just like kind of cool. Because remember, we talked about how high school was fucked up. So they made all of the freshmen wear burgundy. Yeah. Everybody else wore black. Didn't they do that? Yes. Uh, only, for our, only for when we were freshmen. <laughs> and, and they changed it the year after. They, they changed it the year up. after. Everybody could wear the same thing. Everybody had to wear black. No more burgundy, remember? No more burgundy, yep. Yeah. That was so fucked up so that they fucked did up. that. We were, the, we were in ninth grade, and only the ninth graders had to wear Only ninth graders burgundy. could wear burgundy. Everyone else black. 10th, 11th, and 12th in black. So you just walking around looking like a target. Yeah, like, and we still had freshman beat down day. Oh, yeah. And y'all don't know about that. See, we grew up gutter. Yeah. PG County public yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Freshman beat down day. Them niggas was counting down. Oh, yeah, it's next week, Thursday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in three days. <laughs> oh, yeah, two days. It was cool, though, because when you see your friends that was in all the grades, it was, it was fun. It wasn't like we really got our ass whooped for real, but can you imagine the anxiety? Anyway. Nah, we got our ass whooped on the bus that day. Nah, yeah, it was bad. I will never forget the way I felt after that. <laughs> I felt and like I survived. Do you remember when birthday licks? Who made that up? Birthday licks was terrible, too. I got birthday my ass licks. whooped in middle One, school. Two, three. Up there, you just turned 14. <laughs> and I remember getting three and feeling like, this nigga got 11 Mortys. <laughs> Who made that a thing? Anyway, long story less long. Um, the niggas used to talk about me, whatever, and it was whatever. But I used to think, damn, these niggas cool. Fast forward, I'm working at Best Buy. I'm driving a green Honda we used to have. Legendary. And I'll never forget. Spaceship. I was going, yep, I was going to somewhere, and I was coming back. From that joint. But mind you, at this time, I'm already a supervisor. Come on, Terrell, get so, to the shit. So look, I went to the McDonald's, right, that we used to always go to when we grew up. Yeah. And one of the niggas that was, fuck you, nigga, I can tell my story. There's no fucking rush. Fuck you. I'm not rushing you, but nigga, you talk about, no, look, you take a detour. Terrence. Green Honda. Remember we had a green Honda? So remember what? when we got it, bro? Detail. It's a podcast. You know what? 
Because then it's bitch ass niggas gonna look at me when Let you me give y'all some podcasting tips. <laughs> Don't interrupt people when they talking. <laughs> Let me shut up. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> but um, long story, look, even less long. <laughs> the nigga that one of the niggas that was one of the coolest people in the class was in the motherfucking drive-thru. And I was like, what's good, bro? And I said, what's up to him? And he didn't, I guess he didn't remember me. So he was just like, oh, what's going on type shit? Or yeah. maybe he did. But it's like, damn, when we was in high, that's why that, that term, damn, homie, in high school, you was the man, homie, is some real Facts. shit. Facts. It's a lot of niggas that was up in high school that we used to look up to, that played on the basketball team, that just got all the girls, that the girls mm-hmm. wanted, that now... Let's do a reunion. I remember niggas that, that just didn't fuck with me in high school that'll fuck, that'll fuck with me now, that'll see me now and be like, oh, what's up, twin? What's up, twin? Oh, you fucked with me in high school? No. You knew me, though. Right. But you ain't really fuck with me back then. And it's not like we holding that. I don't hold that grudge. It's whatever. It's cool. Yeah, because that happens. the shorties that shit on me, man, please, I never let that shit go. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all along. That nigga Mike Jones put out a sermon he with did. that joint. He did. That joint probably went like a million times platinum. Inspired Drake. You ain't really following me way back then, girl. How, How about, about now? Because I'm up right now. Wow, what a thief. <laughs> he stole his whole career. Let's get into that. Hey, but I did want to say, um, just moving the needle forward a little bit, um, shout out to everybody that watched Vlog 34 that went up. Yes, sir. Uh, on YouTube this past, what day was that? Sunday? We dropped that. Monday? I'm not even sure. One of these days, uh, but it went up. The, the people that was in the chat, it was dope. Um, and yeah, just a little up, a little life update. We're gonna try to do more vlogs way more often. No, nah, we got another one coming for sure. We got another one coming. Yeah, we got another one dropping on. That's what I'm trying to be on. I'm on that. I'm on that. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Do you want to pivot that to the, another shorty that's faking on my man? You want to pivot that that way? Cause we can keep it I on, we can keep like, it on pace. I just feel like such a the real. I don't give about. a fuck. This is what I want to talk the about. The real. <laughs> Go ahead, Terrence, with your topic. <laughs> I felt. Oh well, everybody saw the news. Lori Harvey, Michael B. Jordan, split up. And first thing that I wanted to say is it was disappointing as fuck. Yeah. Because I felt like that was a a young black love couple that you could look at and say, okay, bet, like, yep. Valentine's Day, I'm looking forward to see what my man about to do. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Shit like that. Yeah, now all we got to see Aaron Russ. <laughs> Stepping on my point. And he hit, no, but you oh, my man one fold with me. I got my man one fold with me. Uh-huh. I got my I man one fold with you. me. What's he talking about? <laughs> one fold with me? That ain't <laughs> Russ. That ain't Russ. That is Russ. <laughs> Bitch-ass nigga. How you go home saying you're the most beautiful woman I know? You're... Everything that I need. You never seen what he was and like. And then he said, "Oh yeah, you know what's going on? What's good? It's green screening it." Man, one more. I got one man. One fall with me. What's up with you, man? My man get cozy with you a little bit. Fuck y'all niggas. That sound like he in a penthouse trying to lane switch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was sad to see my man Michael B. Jordan and or Lori Harvey split up. We really don't know the real reason why, but the rumor said that my man Michael B. Jordan wanted to tie the knot or get a little bit more. Settle down with it, and they say that she really wasn't feeling that. Only thing that I want to talk about is this one thing, and we ain't going to harp on it too long. I want to talk about all of the ladies' response to this. All the ladies' response to this was that she just wants to live her life and that she's young. Instead of saying all of you, should say some. Most of the ladies' response. I'm going to say most. Okay. You know? Tried to help y'all ladies. It said she just wants to live her life. 
Michael B. Jordan is 10 years older than her. Michael B. Jordan is 35. She 25. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She just want to live her life. My only question is this. We're going to sit here and say that this is a good thing. Feel me? Like, it's very hard to sit here and say, oh, okay, to hearing y'all respond that way. I felt like there should have been more shock and awe from this. So y'all hear about a man wanting to settle down with a woman. And she's basically saying, nah. And we applauding that. Oh, that's good. You know, fuck it. She just want to live her life. We're going to applaud that. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Go ahead and live your life, Lori. Do your thing. My man ABJ going to be, he'll be straight. Mm-hmm. We're not even worried about that. We're not trying to like say, really? You're going to fuck with my man Michael B. Jordan? I'm not here to do that. Because my man Michael B. Jordan be straight. Everybody, know, look, that man was deemed the sexiest man alive. There's videos all over the internet about women lusting over him that are celebrities. Trust me. It ain't like he's going to struggle. But, like, when I see my man at that Warriors game, I felt for my man. <laughs> I said, hold up, y'all. Hold up. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Go to my man Michael B. Jordan page right now. Still got shorty on his page. Mm-hmm. I said, damn, this shit looking different in my eyes. Familiar, right? Yes. So my thing is this. Everybody said Michael B. Oh, he should have known. She was with this person, this person, this one. He should have known. I don't There's see some how. There's there. There is. I don't see how we can. I don't, I've saw a lot of people trying to vilify Michael B. Jordan in this sense. And how do you vilify a man that wants to settle down with a woman? It was people who were saying it. It was this girl that was like, it's giving controlling. It's giving manipulation because, of, because they know he's older. My thing is this, lady. I got two points for y'all and everybody listening. Most of y'all parents got married when they was 25, even younger than that. Mm-hmm. Not saying that we got to follow our parents' footsteps, but it ain't like 25 is the, oh, you too young to get married age. Yeah. Especially if you found somebody that you feel like loves you and is willing to give you a ring. A man that's willing to give you a ring? All I'm going to say is this, ladies, if y'all love each other, you're not Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey, if she do want to live her life, bet. But all the ladies applauding living your life, are you going to keep that same energy when you're asking your man, what are we? Because how, how many times do we have to get on our TL and see ladies talking about, I need a man that's ready. I need a man that's not, that I don't have to teach how to love me. I need a man that's going to do this, this, and that. Everybody got problems with men and want men to settle down with you. You can't just talk to these girls. All, all men want to do is just talk to you. They just want to fuck around with you, and they don't want to be on no serious shit. But we're going to applaud Lori Harvey living her life. Are we going to applaud the niggas living their life because they're not ready to settle down with you? No. Then it's an issue. Feel me? That's okay. the shit that I'm not getting. And you see a lot of women saying, I don't see why so many people care. Why do people care? Um, why the fuck did y'all care when she got with him? And we saw, oh, yeah, everybody, look, and, 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 and yeah, this is what y'all, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Y'all, you know, I don't give a fuck. Everybody, which I watched y'all shit on my man future. Because he deserved it. I'm sick of you future fans trying to equate. He's stepping all on me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll respond to and that. And that's exactly what this nigga been right like there. You said that he deserves it. Future deserved what? Future deserves... He fu- deserved somebody to Future just... Future deserves the criticism that he gets. He does. The nigga has like eight baby mothers. He's always... He, he's, he, that's how he is. All I'm going to say Lori is... Lori also deserves criticism, but don't try to make it seem but like... But there was none back then, though, is what I'm talking about. 
There was not. None for what? There's no Lori Harvey criticism ever. Lori, Lori Harvey is looked at as like this girl who, oh, yeah, she macking. She living her life. She living her she life. Doing, yeah, they, yeah. When she got with Michael B. Jordan, we were told, oh, yeah, she finally said, fuck, fuck, niggas. She got with a good man, Michael B. Jordan. Y'all love Michael B. Jordan then. Michael B. Jordan was that nigga then. Feel me? Michael B. Jordan haven't shown, like, we, don't, we, ha- we haven't heard nothing about him being disrespectful. Nothing about any of that. Right. I just don't understand the... The, the switch up. You know what I'm saying? Back then, everybody wanted to talk about how, like you said, Future got all these baby mamas. Future is this. Why would she settle down with Future? Feel me? Cool. I get that. But. Probably asking it from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I totally understand the Future thing. But to see everybody trying to vilify my man Michael B. Jordan, it's like, all right, bet. Now we got to have a, like a different conversation. I don't really see too much people trying to villainize. You didn't see. Terry, you didn't this see. Is, well, this is what I see. I see people making excuses for Lori and her not wanting to settle down. But I don't see too many people making Michael B. Jordan a bad guy. I saw a lot of people. So this is, well, let me ask you this question. Yeah. I think, I think Lori can do that. I honestly, there's two sides of it. I think you're right. There are some people that are not holding Lori accountable for her track record of bullshit. She's been doing shit like this. Um, number two, I also think Michael B. Jordan ignored a lot of red flags, if you ask me. Because if you look at Lori's dating history, bro, she never dates somebody longer than like a year. Somebody had put that shit up there, and she... Date people and leave. She dated Diddy, Diddy's son, the nigga that was a race car, the dude over in wherever. And but Trey all songs. Trey Song. All these niggas really all, but all relationships are short and involve her leaving. Even a future joint. She stepped out on future. Only thing that I don't fuck with is how she steps off on future. We just shit on future. Oh yeah, well future wasn't a good dude. Well future was this. Anytime a man does what Lori Harvey is doing, he gets shit on. You know what I'm saying? That's true. If That's a man true. was to get with a woman, leave her. Get with a woman, leave her. Get with a woman, leave her. We're not going to say, I mean, hey, he's only 25. He's just trying to live his life. Fellas, we out here right now. If you try to just live your life, you're going to get looked at as like a hoe. You're going to look at it as a dog. You know what I'm saying? No, that's true. I, I just don't like the contradiction. It's a contradiction to me. Because my thing is this. When she left Future, we said, damn, she this way, she this way, she this way. Y'all said, nah, she just wanted to get with a better man. She just needed to get with a better man. Now she with Michael B. Jordan, you seeing people say, oh, well, yeah, he is 35. Oh, well, yeah, he is older than her. It's like, at what point do you hold somebody like this accountable to what they doing? Now nah, that's true. And you know what I can say? When you dating somebody younger than you, it normally, well, in my experience, I've dated a bunch of women that are younger than me, not like on some creepy Elvis shit. Uh, they got a movie coming out. Let's see if they put that in there. But, um... When you date a girl that's, like, younger than you, like, I've dated, like, when I was 27, I think my girl at the time was 22. Yeah. And, wow, I'm lying. I was 27 last year. <laughs> I'm 28 now. When I was 25, I think she was 21 or something. That wasn't even that, that big of a difference. It was, like, the difference of me being out of school and her still being in college. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that relationship didn't work because she was on some younger person shit. Like, she wanted to do the... 
the the out all the time college party shit and i just wouldn't it just didn't work because we had different expectations out of what we wanted out of life and i think a 10 year difference works for some people but then in some cases especially when you're dealing with a chick like Lori harvey there's people who will be like in that way yeah, and then there's people who are like, y'all don't know what happened in their relationship. Y'all don't know what happened in their relationship. But y'all didn't we keep don't. that energy when it was future, though. Y'all didn't keep that energy with everybody else. Every time that she leaves somebody, you know what I'm saying? Y'all will shit on somebody. But now that we saying, damn, this looks, this looks funny because what can we say bad about my man Michael B. Jordan? You really can't say much bad about, bro. But what man? Like, it wasn't a 10-year eight. Y'all didn't say shit about him being 10 years older than her when she got with him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody said shit about him being 10 years older. We were applauding. Oh, Lori Harvey. Go, Lori Harvey. But right? Terrence, what man that Lori Harvey was with got shit on because they was with Lori Harvey? Nobody ever shits on the man that Lori Harvey's with. They you definitely shit on Diddy. Because, look, Diddy's Diddy, older. You're dating somebody that your son dated. Exactly. Okay, but this is what I'm talking so about. So that's the criticism. True. But remember, I said Diddy, they, they shit on Diddy. But like this, there's always going to be an excuse. There's always something that you can run with. Feel me? She is living her life. But look, we'll shit on Diddy for dating a woman younger, but we don't say shit about her dating a man that's older. Feel me? Nobody's going to say anything about the fact that you chose to date a man and his son. Nobody's going to say shit about that. Is she living yeah. her life? But if a man chooses to date somebody's mother and then their daughter, we're not going to talk about the mom and daughter. We're going to talk about... The man. Nah, Feel for me? Sure. For sure. Like, and my thing, look, nobody said anything about Michael B. Jordan's age, even just on Valentine's Day. Nobody said, yo, this is weird. He older than her. Nobody said that. It was, oh, lovey, lovey, lovey. Now she left him. Oh, well, it must have been the age thing. We don't know. It's because people are trying to figure out what it is, and that's the only thing that they can point to. Because you don't have anything to say. You can point to shit with other people, but... You really can't point to that with Michael B. Jordan. My point is this. I don't see how y'all can look at a man trying to give a woman a ring and, like, love a woman and praise her for saying, nah, I'm going I'm to go live my life. We're praising that? So, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Are we going to keep that same energy when you getting played and you asking, bro, what are we? What are we? I mean, well, I'm not about to just sit around for nothing. What if my man trying to live his life? Mm-hmm. That's my thing. It's a fucking contradiction to me. I, I saw some of the uh, criticism that um, I didn't I, I didn't see it was like a. It, I saw some people criticizing Lori for sure. Women, too. There I are some people that are making excuses for her, for sure. And you're right about that. It is kind of like a contradiction, but that's just what it is, bro. It's like that's what they're, they're going to do that forever. I'm just saying keep that energy in your situation if this is a good thing because my thing is this we can't make it a we can't act like that's a cool thing to do low-key living your life is not what y'all want people to be out here doing that's just not what it is you don't want people all right babe, you fuck whoever you fucking with he don't want to get with you because he said yeah i'm still trying to live my life are you gonna say oh yeah you know why you right you only 25 yeah you right cool all right bet. devil's advocate not devil's advocate but question i asked you that i asked my girl um do you think that there's a possibility that michael b jordan because this is my thing this is what i was saying they've been together going almost two years right like a year mm -hmm. and some day what's it together yes some change we're gonna leave this we're not gonna stay too long because we're not the real 
Um, we ought to real. <laughs> but look, if you're with somebody, you can tell via how they talk, the things they, the way they act in the relationship, the way they respond to things, just the things y'all talk about. You can tell if they in it for the long haul or if you can just get the sign that they just having a good time. Okay. Do you agree though? Yeah. Like you could you could talk to a girl that you know for sure. This ain't gonna be really much. Yeah. Because she obviously still trying to do her thing. When whenever I bring up the topic of like marriage, kids, what's that look like? I don't know. I just feel like, damn, did Michael B. Jordan ignore? That's what I was saying. Not trying to blame Mike. This is what I'm saying. That's though. what it sounds nah, like. No, but this is what I'm saying. Because it's not just all her. Both of y'all in a relationship, we're not blaming We don't anybody. know anything, though. You but, but Terrence, you want to talk about all of the shit the with rumors, Lori. And we, the, the rumors say he wants to settle down. She wants to go and live her life. Okay, but yeah. So but this is my right? thing, though, Terrence. Well, we just had a man time conversation last week. Michael B. Jordan. You knew. It's almost like if the nigga that, that gets on the knee to propose and the girl says no. I feel like, yo, it wasn't no signs you saw that she was going to say no. No, it might not be, it but might you can't, be, no. we can't just absolve all right, bet. him from, it might be, but we're not absolving him, but the nigga still has pictures of her up. This nigga's looking like a fucking puppy on TV. Maybe he got played you. And that's my thing. I don't think he should have saw the signs. I don't think so. Cause we not going to do that to women. Are you going to say that to Sierra? Did y'all say that to Sierra when she got with future or did we just shit on future? Did we say Sierra should have saw the signs with Future? No, Terrence. No. We, no, they did. You did it. They did. You did it. Terrence, they did. The nigga had like seven baby mothers for around. Real. But guess what? You keep acting like that don't happen. The it does. Talk, the talk is on the man. Feel me? It's always on the man. And my thing is this. Black women will get pissed off hearing us talk about this, especially when you bring up somebody like Future and say, because oh, y'all love Future or... Y'all love this. Or you'll see women say, why you care so much? Why are you so into their, in a relationship? And it's like, for real, for real, we don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Michael B. Jordan that much. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know, bro. But what I do see is y'all contradicting yourselves on this TL. Because we're going to have to watch y'all talk shit later. Feel me? Michael B. Jordan can now go out here and be... Hor a horrible ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? But why does he... he and that's going to perpetuate what? Black men ain't shit. Why would he go out and be a horrible nigga? Because heartbreak can turn you into that. When you give your heart to somebody, you don't know man, if this is Michael Beast. You don't even know who this is. It's people saying, yeah, now he just can go, he can just go back to white girls. Y'all saying that like he left her. That's crazy. Nah, that's and if wild. he really go back to white girls, then y'all going to talk shit about him. This when his black girl left him. That's the contradiction we got to sit and watch. No, that is a contradiction. It is. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with it's that. people saying he should. He, oh, I guess he can just go back to white girls now. Yeah, and because the, the black girl he tried to propose to fucking doesn't want him because she wants to live her life. Terrence, but nah. And we're gonna we're gonna applaud that. Mm. Nah, I get. I now that's a good point because that is a contradiction to me. To me, that's a contradiction. Because Michael B. Jordan took a picture he had him and Steelo Brim. His mans, they was on a boat. It was three white girls on a boat. For the rest of his, like, next 10 years, he only date white girls. He even came out and said, that picture changed my whole shit. Because they put me in a box. So that, was, that, that is foul. 
Now, that's my thing. We don't know what really happened in that relationship. I don't know if he was disrespectful. I don't know if he was whatever. I don't know what happened with her. But just the reactions that you see from people, it's like, damn, this backwards as shit. Anyway, sure. research based on data. You go to a doctor and you have the same symptoms. They're going to go back to this. Based on this case, this case, this case, this case, that's the problem. To so. see he still has her pictures on, her, on his page. She already done moved on. Steve Harvey done came out, confirmed that his mother, her mother posted that thing that was like, when you stay in shit long enough, you know what I'm saying? You don't smell it anymore. It's like, damn, can somebody just say what happened though? Because it, it don't look good to Steve. You wrote a whole fucking book on how to love women. This ain't it. Two divorces. You wrote a whole book on how to love women. This ain't it, bro. Yeah, but... I mean, at the end of the day, we really don't know what the fuck happened. That's the thing. We do not know what happened. So, it's cool. I'm not shitting on Lori. I say live your life if you want. But ladies, we're going to have to keep the same energy at some fucking point. You know what I'm saying? How we know how to move? Can we all, are we all free to live our own lives? Bet. You know what I'm saying? Are we all free to live our life? Because we 25? Bet. Bet. You know what I'm saying? Are we keeping that energy? Let me live my fucking life. Back. I feel you. I feel you. And you know what? In the, in, the, in the realm of stress, just getting off the Michael B. Jordan. I don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers, for real. Love Michael B. Jordan. They've been watching them since I don't have a problem wildest. talking about this, bro. It's mainstream. And then people, you, see, you like to do that. And say, I don't really give a, I don't really give a fuck because about these Because I don't harbor the home. same. We don't feel the same. It's cool. Because I don't give a fuck with these. With, with, because you are a nigga that at one point recently was trying to live your life. I'm not. Right. And we get shit on for trying to live our life. That's, the, that, that's my point. When fellas just trying to live their life, we get shit on because we playing games. You're not really serious. Every fucking girl you talk to is ready to get in a relationship. Is literally ready to settle down. Every, every girl you talk to. How many girls out there y'all want to just kind of fuck around, do some Valentine's Day shit? Do all of this. Oh, but, oh, but when I really try to ask you to be my girl, oh, no, nah, I'm trying to live my life. How many of y'all? None of you. You look stupid as shit saying, well, Lori's hey, young. These big ass words. How about some? I don't like putting, I don't like that because I don't like when people do that to me. I don't give a damn. People do it to me, so I'm doing it to them. Ladies don't get online and say some men. They say men. I'm not going to be that one guy that gives y'all the benefit of the doubt. I don't give a damn. You're not, you not been on man time. I've been on man time. I'm born on man time. You not on This is how time. you follow up the man time episode. Yup. Because I feel like this is some toxic shit, man. This is some toxic shit. And you know I'm a fan of black love. That's what I'm a fan of. Y'all saw how I responded to the Will Smith thing. I'm just a fan of black love. I'm not for us out here saying that that's what we doing. Man. Nah, for sure. You know what? I, hey, you know what? Different topic, but kind of the same when it comes to stress. I don't like in movies when they make the black person go to, look, a black person stressed out. Yeah. They have the black person go to the bathroom, run water, and splash their face. That is not something that black people do. How you know that? I've never done that, but. Because we get ashy. Terrence, when have you, and you have been stressed hella times, when have your black ass, and I'm asking all the other black folks out there, specifically us that are darker in complexion, and we'll get ashy and it will show. When have you ever gone to the bathroom, splashed your face with water, and look, and then walk back out? I don't think that that's we a... We don't do that. I don't think that's a race thing, though. I think that that's a movie thing. I don't think... I think other races don't do that shit either. Nah, I think... I've never nah, seen... I've seen other people do that. Who? I have legit seen people... Who? Do that. At 
Best Buy. I've seen motherfuckers do that at Best Buy. When I was at Best Buy. Never seen a black person do it, though. Terrell, see, now that's ridiculous talk right Terrence, there. You don't know. That's, what, that's something like, you don't know, I but I, like, I fail you. I feel like I don't writers write that in. But it don't have. It's not even. That's that, why I was gonna say it's, it's a movie not even thing. That big of a deal, but I don't feel like that really happened. That's an expositional. That's an expositional movie thing. That's like we need to show this character in stress. How? I can't go to the bathroom. I'm gonna have him splash water in his face. All right, bet. Don't happen. It doesn't happen. I don't do it. I, do I it. wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Not because I think I will be ashy though. I just think about when when you get in that jump when you jump in that pool if you don't put on a baby oil. Terrell, when I get when I when I was going through that episode that I had last week, when I got you, real hot. I splashed water on my face, but it was because I was hot, not because I'm stressed. You know. I want you to imagine yourself with a suit on. You seen we on the city last episode? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not past you. I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm on that. But I don't think that that you know. How you gonna get on me for saying some crazy shit and then you say some shit like that? Black people don't splash water on their face. Come on, bro. I got another toxic question for you then. Bet. Is I was busy a sufficient excuse to not hit somebody back all day? And do I have the right to be irritated if that response I get if that's the response I get out the whole day? Shout out to my boy that sent me this. I forget the the, the your your handle, bro, but I saw that and he said basically, do I have the right to be irritated if somebody tells me I was busy after a whole day? You know what I say? Well, what do you say? Cuz I can go up I well go ahead. I think you can be. I think you have the right to be upset, but if you're gonna, if you, you just gotta know when to check out of that. And even if you really like somebody, and we've all been there, that I was busy could mean I was busy or I fell asleep is the cover up for a lot of shit. That's just something that comes with the game when you're single. She could have been with her ex. She could have been anything. And then the, the you sent a text. You might have sent the most decorated text. Or the most whatever message and then get the I was busy later. And honestly, bro, you just got to take this shit on the chin. And you can be upset about it, though, for sure. But just cut her off. Just You can even say, yo, I'm about to stop hitting you up. I hope you get your shit together. And I hope, you know, everything's going great for you. It sounds like you got a lot of time. So, But I think you can fumble somebody in that way, though. Sometimes you're going to meet people who are busy. If they weren't busy at first and now all of a sudden they're busy, that's different. But if you're just talking to somebody who's busy and they made time for you, I think before just cutting them off, you can say, yo, like, did they make time for you? Put it like this. You know how you make time for somebody? Look, think about it. Everybody make time for people they want. But sometimes you do get back in your busy swing. That don't mean you don't fuck with somebody. Sometimes you're just busy. And honestly, it's not like you're supposed to. It's not like you're supposed. You know what I'm saying? Some people aren't good with their communication. And sometimes you do got to teach people how to communicate with you, who, whoever you are. You know? Nah, for sure. I don't really, I'm not really feeling that I'm, I was busy. You can say, yo, I just feel like I was busy. It's just like, you can, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? And they can say, oh, busy. my bad. To me, I was busy sounds like I don't give a fuck. What we talking about now type shit. Yeah. And but me, it don't always mean that. Because look, you didn't make time for me. If you was busy, that's cool because you was busy. Yeah. But like. Damn, no, I no, my bad. I was doing this specific because obviously you don't give a fuck about me to tell me exactly what it is, or it was maybe it's none of my business because we're not on that level yet. But like I said, if they don't have time for you, then somebody else has time for you, bro. It depends on the busy. You don't want to fumble it. They're fumbling you. You're being fumbled. 
but you don't know that. You're just assuming that because they said that I'm busy. But if you say, yo, when you tell me I'm busy, I feel like that just kind of is like shooing me off. You know, I feel like you can tell me, exa- you know what I'm saying? You don't got to tell me exactly what you're doing, but I feel like I'd feel better if you, if you said, you know, my bad, I was busy working, or my bad, I was this. If they say, I don't got to do that, I don't got to do that, or whatever, then you can take that mindset. All right, so let's flip the script. Yeah. This is shit that my girl do to me all the time. It's so fucking annoying. Um, let's say the roles was reversed. Yeah. She texts you in the morning. You don't hear her back to the end of the day. You say, I was busy. You're fumbling her, right? If she's not cool with that, then yeah. But if she's cool with that, all right, cool. Then I can see how somebody would let that fly. But I don't think that that's cool, right? Because you would be fumbling the bag. Because yeah. she texted you in the morning, you didn't say nothing back. Yeah. But when we when we when the roads reversed back and you was just on your future shit, nah. This, this man texts her in the morning and said what he said. She didn't say nothing back and, and yeah. said I was busy. She's fumbling, my man. She could be busy though. And you could be busy. Let's reverse the roles. It's again. all about the communication, Terrell. It's no, not about the communication. It's the same. I said if the roles reverse. No, that's what I'm saying. You have to communicate that you don't like I was busy before you just say, man, fuck this. You know what I mean? Okay, I get what you're saying. You know? But I feel like you should still. He don't even really gotta do that. You've done, you wouldn't go through that. Ah, uh, this is one of those questions where it really depends, bro. You can't really just give a generic answer to this. It depends on how long you've known her, how long you've been talking to her, how her communication was to start versus bro. how it is now. You bro. can't really get off, just say, fuck that joint. Because what if she's really busy and then you do fumble that joint? I'm going to just say this. Know, know your worth. And if one person don't have time for you, and I almost learned this the hard way in my, in my relationship, if this person don't have time for you, there's other people in the world that will be glad to get that, that text in one that's not getting that text, bro. The, the, there's, the, that's the thing. There's so many. There, the, the term there's more fish in the sea is a real thing because you can't see them. They're, you just have to trust that they're there. Nah, for real. There's definitely way more fish. In, there's definitely a lot of fish in the that's sea. That's why I said know your worth. 100. But also... You can't get in your feelings too much about, it depends on how often somebody do that too, you know? That's why I say it's a real tricky thing. Somebody have a busy day, then they have a busy day. Nah, for sure. Not, no, you're it's right. not always, you can't just get pissed off because somebody went all day and then had said, oh, my bad, I was busy. That's true. Because you know what your next question could be? Damn, what was you up to? If you get the don't worry about it, oh, I don't want to talk about it, bet. But like I said, communicate. I'm thinking about the beginning because you know what? If you with somebody and they had a busy day, okay, cool. If you just start but, talking, I was, I was fucking with this girl and she was just a horrible. Let me see. My bad. I was fucking with this girl and she was just a horrible communicator from jump. Let me know off jump. All right, bet. I'm off this shit. One of my, yeah, one of my relationships early didn't want to talk on the phone, only want to text and was a terrible texter. Didn't work. Can't do it. I can't do it. But we do got a lot of movie shit. Um, it's funny. I got movie. I, I mean, not a lot of movie shit, but TV and movies. TV and movies. Well, I'm going to see Jurassic World on tomorrow at this point, Saturday. Um, and the reviews have been terrible. It has a 40% Rotten Tomato, 39% Metacritic. Honestly, 
I don't know how you can fuck it up. I don't know how you can bring back Dr. Grant and you bring back Dr. Grant, you bring back Jeff Goldblum, and the reviews are bad. So we're going to see. I don't think that any, the the last three Jurassic Parks have all forever been bad, but they're entertaining, you know? World was good. The first one with Chris Pratt was good. The first one with Chris the Pratt. The first one with Chris Pratt, even that wasn't that good. Terrence, that dream was fucking great. I mean, I'm but on a, on a cinema score, they're not they're gonna trash that movie on a cinema score. Cinema sins rip movies like that apart, bro. The first Jurassic World was like Jurassic Park has turned into fan service, bro. It's definitely not it has. But they're not gonna say that Jurassic Park was good. The last, like, three of them, like, the fact that they're still making them, this is the thing. Them joints going to make money. And that's really all that matters to them. No, oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. It's going to be, they, people going to go see it. But even, look, the first Jurassic World was, like, a 78. That's not bad. These jumps in the 40s. And so that's why I'm trying to, I don't give a fuck, though. I'm going to, it's dinosaurs. You can't really fuck it up for me. Speaking of uh, TV and movies, I was going to ask you, P-Valley is back. Right? Uh-huh. Shout out P-Valley. I don't watch. Is it sus for men to watch P-Valley? That's what they were saying. Is no. it sus? It's some wild ass scenes in that I'm not going to lie. It is some wild ass. watch it. It is some wild shit that happens. But nah, it's men that watch Pose. Damn, you're right. That's insecurities if you think that, that you can't yeah, watch if that. You, yeah. If you're not coming with your sexuality, then you can't watch that joint. But if, honestly, it's life. I saw somebody it, say something I, like, Y'all, pre- y'all happy to watch me, Valley? Y'all men? It is a little weird for niggas to be excited about. It P- is. No, nah, that's you, Terrell. P-Valley coming back. P-Valley. That's you. I'm really not, though. I haven't even started it yet. I ain't even started that joint yet, but I'm about to, though. Because, honestly, that joint is actually dope. If you're insecure with yourself, don't yeah. watch. Or watch. You might figure yourself out. They coming with a new Mike Tyson short series on Hulu. Ready, man. My, my guy Trayvonte Rhodes. I'm a I'm a, a fan of Trayvonte Rhodes because he haven't really done much. And I feel like this role is something he can really kill. Did you did you get to watch the trailer? I did not. I was supposed to, but we just sitting here setting this all this shit up. It was dope. I mean, I saw the joint last night, but I didn't see the full trailer with him talking. Or And he doesn't really talk that the, much in the trailer. It's just a little bit better than pictures because you can see yeah. him like moving. I'm of that camp that was really excited for the Jamie Foxx. And y'all are annoying. You are annoying. It's nothing wrong with people not being excited about Trayvonte Rhodes, who we haven't seen done anything to this caliber. There's nothing wrong with us saying, damn, we was looking forward to Jamie doing it. It's like, yeah, but Jamie Foxx is old now. He's like 60 years old almost. What was that movie that came out where it was like three of these movies all came out at the same time? And it was like, damn, this movie is just like stepping on this movie. I forget what what era of movies that was, but it's like, damn, new Mike Tyson. Oh, like, like think about all the Tupac movies and all the Biggie movies. It's like, okay, yeah, no bullshit. But there was that one dude who did Biggie, but then after that, everybody else was like, hmm, man, Jamie Foxx. We just know that Jamie Foxx can pull that off. I'm excited to see what Trayvonte Rose does for the Mike Tyson series, but. Man, I'm, I'm, man, fuck that Jamie Foxx joint. Let's be honest. Nobody, I don't give a damn about the Jamie Foxx one. I don't think it's coming. And honestly, how old is Jamie Foxx now? Jamie oh Foxx. Oh, my God. Is that him as, as Mike? Who? Jamie Foxx is 54 years old. Trayvonte Rhodes is, how old is Trayvonte Rhodes? Let me see. 
that does not mean anything. I mean, it's not about your age. It's about it is, your, though. Y'all going to have 55-year-old Jamie Foxx play, play Mike It's Tyson. not about your age. This man, 32. To me, it's about your acting ability. It's not about your age. Oh, yeah. He about to kill it. That shit looks ridiculous. I'm sorry. Terrence, he's about to kill it. Look, because that's how he looks in the joint. And he plays the younger and the older version. You a hater. He got the gold tooth like Mike and everything. I don't give a fuck if you, you put a gold tooth in any nigga's mouth and say, oh, he looks like Mike. So what? He don't look shit like Mike low-key. And I'm nervous about the performance. Michael, Mike Tyson is a character. You feel me? You can't just get up there and talk like anything. You deadass have to take on. Remember when Chadwick had to learn how to speak African to do uh, Black Panther? To me, it's on that level. And if he you're not, does that. He does that. You just said you didn't hear him talk. He said, I told you he says like one sentence. But he sounds like Mike. But my thing is this. Putting him saying one sentence in your, in your trailer scares me. Man, whatever. Is the I nigga like going, you, just, you know? I knew you was going to hate on it. I'm 100% looking for, I was one. Look at him. That looks like Jamie Foxx more than it looks like Trayvonte <laughs> Rose. Jamie Foxx would have killed him. I'm sorry. Jamie Foxx is 50 years old. This Who man a fuck? is playing the young Mike Tyson. He's not playing 60-year-old I Got a uh, Podcast Mike. He's you keep playing talking young about Mike. age, and we're talking about acting ability and character acting. I don't th- All right. We watched Jamie Foxx do Ray. You sleep it? Yeah. We watched Jamie Foxx do movies like Collateral, even the joint he did in Spider-Man. Like, Jamie Foxx is a character actor. Trayvonte Rhodes is almost like a, like a piece. You feel me? You don't know that, though. You don't even know what this man can do. You haven't I've seen him s- enough yet. You've seen him in Moonlight. He was in Bird Box. All right, Terrell. I'm going to let you get it off. I've seen enough of Trayvonte Rose to know he ain't touching Jamie Foxx. For sure. We already seen Jamie Foxx do that impeccable impersonation of Mike. Did you see the it's scene? Just like y'all you know so he talked about how the scene was going to start? He talked about how the movie would start? Ah. It's just like, all right, all right, y'all, let it go. We actually have a... I'm not a, looking forward to Trayvon T. Rhodes. I don't give a fuck about this if he ain't doing you it a hater. Well. You a hater, and I hope he gets nominated for a hella Emmys and wins. I hope he does great. No, you don't. But I'm not confident. Because they only put him saying one thing in the trailer. I don't give a fuck if you put the tattoo on his face and the gold tooth in his mouth and he's young. But if it was Jamie Foxx's 50-year-old ass up there, you would Jamie be Fox would have sent. Jamie Foxx would, uh, would have dialogue in the, in the joint. When, this, when we finish the podcast, I'm going to show you the trailer. Because this man about to kill it. The early reviews already said he killed it. I don't know where Terrell gets the info from, y'all. I just really don't know. I follow way more film insider pages than Terrence. That's you a fact. You think that. You think that. You didn't even know about this until I told you about but it. But that's my thing. I follow film insiders and really didn't know about this. Joint. I guess you follow film outsiders. <laughs> you think that's funny, but I, didn't, I haven't yeah. seen a whole bunch of pages saying that Trayvonte Rose has killed it as Mike Tyson. I'm sorry. Show me. Terrence, you probably wouldn't Show even me. look at it. Put your money where your mouth is. Because you want the nigga to do Put your bad. money where your mouth is and pull up your receipts because I bet he can't. Why would I do it on the podcast? That's what I'm saying. Or look, you, want the, you want the nigga to do bad. I don't want him to do bad. I'm just saying, damn, we were looking forward to the Jamie joint. Looking forward to Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx killed it and said it was coming. I don't think that's going to come in, y'all. Especially with 55-year-old Jamie. You keep, you know what? I don't like you the Jamie Foxx still, disrespect. You still think you, you, if Samuel L. Jackson can go and play Steven in Django at 65, he 66, played a 70-year-old. 
Did he play Django? Terrell. He wanted to. Guess what? If he can go and do that at, in his 60s, 70s. But Terrence, he was playing an older man. It does not matter. If he can go and do that in his 60s, 70s, I don't think that Jamie... Look, Will Smith just played a young man and Gemini man. Terrence, get the fuck out of here. How do you see The technology is out there for him to get it done. Get the fuck out of here. I'd rather take Jamie Foxx in that weird technology, making him look younger, but he can he has the acting chops to make him a believable Mike. I don't want to see what they did like what they did, like what they did with the Tupac movie. The Tupac movie was alright, but it's like, man, you can't just get any black nigga make him bald, put a nose ring in his ear, and say this is Tupac. That's what we do in our community, though. We just take somebody who's been in, oh he's been in in a couple things. We can go with him. I told Not you that. Dude, it, it probably is another black actor out there that probably can kill that Mike Tyson role, but he won't get the shot because he ain't been in Bird Box and Moonlight. You know? Whatever. This nigga didn't even do shit in Moonlight for real. I could have been in Moonlight. Honestly, I'm just trying to give the brother a shot. Ladies think Trayvante Rhodes is a handsome man. He's black. He's got muscles. Don't he sound like a hating ass nigga? I'm just saying we haven't and seen. And now you want the nigga to do. We haven't seen the acting chops from bro. For me to think, oh, he going to kill it as Mike Tyson? It's one, right. it's one thing to be like, damn, I hope he do all right with this. Or damn, we going to see what bro going to do. And it's another thing to completely just disregard the fact that he's in this joint because you haven't seen enough. It's like, damn, give bro a shot. I'm giving him a shot. We but wanted I'm, the Jamie Foxx. And it was a lot of people that think like you, too. We wanted the Jamie Foxx one. I'm giving him a shot, but I'm not being, but I'm not necessarily confident. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What you think about, uh, well, I, last time we talked about Stranger Things coming back, I know you finished it. Any final Stranger Things is just absolutely amazing. Like, it is truly. Stranger Things is just, that last season, y'all, I finished it. It is, the, it is amazing. Just absolutely amazing. The soundtrack is fire. That song, um, what's the name of that song? Uh, Kate Bush running up that road, 10,000% growth in that song sales. The only thing, I, main thing I wanted to bring up about Stranger Things, yes, the season is great. I can't wait for them to finish it off. I encourage everybody to watch it. But that also shows you the power of cinema and music. When you hear that song, everybody thinks about Stranger Things. We all think about how good that season was. And this is the power of picking good music for your Things that you make that aren't, think about it. They could have picked any other song, but they chose to go with this one song, you know? And this one song is now rebirthed in a way because of the greatness of the show. And now when we think of the greatness of the song, we're reminded of the greatness of the show. And that's the power of cinema and music. They could have used all of the regular, regular, popular 80s songs that people, mute, people use. That's why I don't like when they say, oh yeah, so we getting ready to go to New York. And then you hit a Nas, come on. Fuck this. Oh, so y'all using Nas like how they, 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 they use Nas. Him, 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 him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all using the same, when people use the same music, that's why I used to tell you it looked lazy to me. It looked like, oh, damn, we need music here. Let's just use what they use. But for them to yeah. give this song new life is the power of music and cinema. Now, when we think about that Kate Bush song, when you see it, I got people thinking about my show. I've been seeing it a lot. I've been hearing that song a lot. And honestly, as a nigga that haven't watched the show, it's like, 
damn, what's everybody's fascination with this this random ass track? Yeah. And then and look, somebody puts a uh, yeah, stranger, stranger things, motherfuckers are so fucking annoying. I haven't seen it, but everybody's sharing this one scene. Look, oh, put these headphones on. Oz rolled back. Fuck out of here, Chris. You gotta watch. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch, man. That shit is so great. Shout I'm out gonna start it. Stranger Things. It is amazing. I'm a Stranger Things hater because I haven't seen it. I've only watched the first four episodes. So the only thing I know about Stranger Things is, oh, there's this weird chick that likes waffles and she's in a basement. That's all I know, but I just need to watch. So I will take, I'm going to internalize my hate and see if I can turn it into love. I did the same thing with Game of Thrones. It didn't work. There's twins. I think they're called the Duffer Brothers. Yeah. The twins that made this joint. Uh, shout out to them, man. I think they're some real filmmakers. And I like people who do things that are like outside the box. Yeah. You know? Even though they're in the 80s, there are certain things that are show that I might not have liked, but the way that they take the story, I'm a fan of that. I like, I like when people like have a story and, and they take pride in it. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Snowfall, a lot of the shows that we like and, and we love, we lost the real filmmakers behind it, you know? Like, we lost nah, the real sure. filmmakers behind Snowfall. Uh, it, yep. And now it was just about keeping it going. Yeah. And milking us to tune in. Oh, we're going to keep Tommy and we're going to keep all these people alive and make them get out of un unpredictable situations. Can you imagine if Vince Gilligan would have something, God, God forbid, something would have happened to Vince Gilligan in the middle of season Three of Breaking Bad. Season two of Breaking Bad. We wouldn't have gotten that finished. That's a fact. That's a fact. I just, I'm a fan of the, 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 the people who seem like they actually give a fuck about what it is. For mm -hmm. a minute, uh, what are their names? D&B or D&D &D or whatever their name was that did break, uh, Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. They seemed like they really gave a fuck at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Well, they had the book. They was great writing about it in books. When it came to doing their own shit, that's when it started to change. They let that Star Trek bullshit swallow everything. And y'all didn't even end up doing that shit because y'all knew nobody wanted to see that shit. That's how you, that's how you sabotage your career, low-key. No bullshit. They could have done three more seasons of Game of Thrones. They just chose to end it here. I would have loved, and I was telling, uh, oh, I forget what I was telling this. I would have loved for Game of Thrones to, spoiler alert, if you haven't finished Game of Thrones, if you're watching. One. But um, I would have loved for the joint to end with everybody just being dead. You know how now you always say that, yeah. I would have loved that, but like you said. But then look, sometimes that backfire on you, and you get and you don't and you need extra people in that room, like Sam Levinson. Nah, yeah, for sure. You think you just a hot shit, and you want to write and direct in every episode, and it's trash. And then some things, like I've seen a lot of people online. There's a lot of a lot of people, especially black people, that feel like HBO did Lovecraft Country dirty. Lovecraft Country, they didn't want it to go because it was black. They didn't want to continue it because it was a black show. Nah, y'all. It just wouldn't have been good without Tick. Yeah. It wouldn't have been good without the fucking main character. And that's the problem. We want to continue. Good shit ends. It's a it, was a it was a limited series. It was a limited series. It was never a, a, just a show. And look. Misha Green came out and said, yeah, we had a couple scripts on the table, but we didn't feel confident in anything. They want to go with it. Cool. Let's move past it. Let it be what it is. I, if you watch that joint, is it one season? Uh, Love Crack Country is only one, one season. season. It's a limited man, series. Man, what a hell of a one season that you can watch. It's like people saying, man, we own the city is good, man. They need to have a season two. It's a limited series. So you want them to just like, what, what do you want them to do? You know? What are we going to do? Follow Hippolyta and her daughter? To fight what? 
Yeah, what's the new threat? Because this was never about. If you really watch, they killed uh, the, the the villain. This ain't power, y'all. <laughs> That's why I said good shows end when people give a fuck about it. I feel like HBO made a a, a good decision with that. Not for sure. Did you want to do sports? Oh, you want to talk about the Apple shit? We ain't really tech corner, but it's just Apple. No, yeah, yeah, definitely had tech corner just. Uh, specifically for Apple. Oh, I just asked how you feel about it. We ain't got to get right into it. We don't got to go through the, through the whole thing. Honestly, honestly, I'm ready for the new iOS. I, Apple announced, let me say this. Yep. Apple announced within the new iOS a whole bunch of features, but they also announced that you can now unsend messages and you can edit messages that you sent. Uh, mm -hmm. Which is definitely sounds like good news, but it also sounds like some tricky news, you know? Well, it's within 15 minutes of delivery. So as long as it's within 15 minutes of you sending it, you can. You can't go and delete something that you sent. You can somebody sometimes go to try and cover your tracks. I mean, I've been through some. I've definitely sent some typos and stuff, though, that you want to go and edit. I would love to edit. But, damn, somebody say some shit. That's why we're going to have a whole lot of screenshotting now. Mm -hmm. They were telling people that if you're in a family litigation situation where you might be Texting back and forth with somebody, you getting ready to go through custody, you need to turn your iMessage off. Because a lot of people going to be changing and deleting shit. Oh, damn, good. yeah. But I think it's the next, I think it's something that that has been, excuse me, on the table for a minute that we mm -hmm. should, that, that I felt like is, is a dope feature. Yep. It'll be nice to go in and change that. Damn, they did, how did they get that before Twitter? I know, that's what everybody was saying. You can't even edit a tweet. And Elon about to not even buy it. You see that? Yeah. Honestly, who gives a fuck at this point? But I do respect the fact that Apple will be listening to what people ask. That's one of the most asked for things. Mm -hmm. That new lock screen, that CarPlay. The new lock screen was dope. The car, the CarPlay is dope. The, the new iOS for the, uh, I'm sorry, not new iOS, but the Mac OS. The new Mac OS. Hey, look, the uh, that M2 processor. Oh, because I'm right in line for getting a, uh, a Mac. This, this laptop is not fast enough that I have. Yeah. And I did want to say this. Android users, y'all so fucking annoying. Like, okay, we get it. Y'all had certain stuff first. But guess what? You know what I've never seen? I've never been out somewhere, seen a nigga talk to a chick, she asked for his phone, and he pulled out a fucking galaxy. Fuck out of here. Yeah, how y'all get that off? How you get it off when you send a message it's like, in that joint? This is my thing. Some people with Androids are cool, but you really not. I'm not shitting on people with Androids. You're not cool. Because oh, you low-key like, are a follower because you have an iPhone. I'm using the most, the, I'm using the best device that you can. The most secure device that you can get. You don't know that. It's a fact. Google Pixel would like to have a conversation. Fuck out of here, Google if Pixel. Google Pixel still an Android. If Google I Pixel. I can still hack a Pixel. If a Google Pixel had iMessage, that joint would be the best phone on the... I feel, like the, I, I feel like iPhone is only great because of FaceTime and iMessage. Let's keep it 100. If every other phone could do FaceTime and iMessage, I would have a different phone. I would not have an iPhone. That's a fact. Say what y'all want. That Google Pixel camera is better. That's, that Google Pixel back camera is better. Nobody has a better front camera than an iPhone. Everybody has been trying and trying and trying, and everybody want to get on their stage. At, this is what people, this Who is, really gives a fuck about the front camera? Uh, everybody. Are you kidding me? What your black ass do when you vlog sometimes? Front cam. That fucking front cam on the Pixel is fire, boy. You're not about to just act like that joint shitty. I used to sell that joint, Terrence. But you used to sell it when your motherfucking ass was back in the in the day. Terrence, first of all, I've been selling I was selling phones longer than you were. Terrell, you wasn't selling shit. You was pointing niggas to go we and help. Just, Terrence, we was just You wasn't selling shit. I launched You the last, weren't selling I shit. I launched the last Pixel. Terrell, stop it, bro. 
Niggas was taking that phone out of the box and putting in niggas' hands. You didn't do shit. I taught the set people up a that taught the people how to do it. Oh, he's gonna help you. You didn't sell shit. Terrence, I still had to know about the phone, is what I'm saying. Your black ass was out of phones. Terrell, you selling washing machines. Terrell, you did not know about that phone. I knew about the Google Pixel when it first came out, but selling it, put it in niggas' hands. We you talking about didn't. the well, I, well look, when we, you wasn't pushing the four A's like we was. Four A's. Pixel 4A. I remember that. You were Pixel selling 3A. the Pixel 1, boy. You was the, you Start lost it. the first Pixel. Start it. This nigga be acting like he was selling shit. You weren't. Niggas like him, managers. Not doing shit. And y'all, most of y'all who got jobs know y'all managers man. don't do shit but point. That's the, that is the biggest misconception about leadership. We have two different jobs. The responsibility, that, get on this. the responsibility that I have is way different than... All right, hey, back. don't fuck with me when it comes to that. And I had something for that, too. I forget what it was, but fuck it. Let's talk about the Hoochie Daddy shorts real quick. What about them? Only thing I wanted to get on here and say is <laughs> just because you're wearing shorter shorts, you know what I'm saying? Every single pair of shorts is not Hoochie Daddy shorts. And I'm of the opinion, too, if you got some bony-ass legs, you don't have on, you're not Hoochie Daddy. You just have on shorts. <laughs> you got to be a hoochie daddy to wear hoochie daddy shorts. Feel me? You can't have scrawny ass legs. And you know, I've been working on my legs. My legs not the best. But I know y'all have seen all these niggas walking around with these short ass shorts on looking ridiculous with your... Y'all got Queen Latifah thighs walking around. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't you got seen Queen Latifah thighs. I'm just saying like a regular leg. You know what I'm saying? I only use her as a... You know what I'm saying? It's a regular leg. Throwing her a lot of shots this podcast. <laughs> nah, I fuck with Queen Latifah. <laughs> you know I love Queen Latifah. Don't do that. And you know why? Because she was just on Hot Ones. So she on my mind. For real? Yeah. I got one. They said Queen Latifah sets it off on Hot Ones. Look, no, other, no other time. Look, all right, I'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't seen Set It Off, oh my God. But I just wanted to say that like... I'm saying too many niggas say, oh, yeah, Hoochie Daddy season. Hoochie Daddy, I heard it was Hoochie Daddy season. Yeah, it is, but you're not a Hoochie Daddy. You know? You got to be a Hoochie Daddy. Get your motherfucking ass in the gym. Fuck y'all talking about. Straight up. Yeah, look, we had to curve it back to that way. Get in the gym. You're not, we're, you're not wearing, if you're wearing shorts. <laughs> I've been wearing these short shorts for a long time. I'm not even going to lie. Like, especially when I started doing this gym shit for real. Like, I started, you know, wearing... I was, I've been wearing a five-inch inseam for a long time. Just because when you work out, you can see a little bit more. So, it was never about the season for me. This is what I will say. Only, my only criticism for these shorts is... And he ain't been wearing them longer than me. I have been wearing them longer than you. Terrence, Terrence come on. please get the fuck out of here, Terrence. Right, I'm done with this You've nigga. been I wearing... I this nigga, Terrence. man. I swear I don't like this nigga. This motherfucker, I don't I like this nigga. Come do I have to show you my fucking receipts? I got to show you receipts. When your bitch ass was going to Planet Fitness, you weren't wearing uh, who, no, I was. I was. I got pictures. This nigga wasn't in wearing the mother, In the Planet Fitness. He wasn't wearing Hoochie, Hoochie Daddy shorts long Before I nigga even came out, like, first of all, I'm wearing Hoochie Daddy shorts before you started working out. Facts. Now nah, this nigga's about to start talking about Facts. some. Facts. You wasn't wearing the Hoochie Daddies. Because one, you weren't a Hoochie Daddy. Two. Terrence, come on, because we got to get this sports and I don't want this to be too long. Um, All I was going to say is this. Lynn, look at that. He can't find nothing. He bought it. No, nah, hold up. I got Hoochie Daddy Man, shorts. 20, yeah, that's a fact. Show me, show, me the, show me the joints from 2021. You ain't got none. From 2021? I mean, no, I'm sorry. From 2020. Show me the pre-pandemic Hoochie Daddies. You show me pre-pandemic right, Hoochie I Daddies. Tell, I'm not about to do this on the podcast. Because he doesn't have any. 
I'll show you when it's. I will show you. <laughs> I will show you, cause you got me fucked up. But I did want to get to the sports, bro. Let's do sports. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up, nigga? So, motherfucking Jack Del Rio. <laughs> let's just stop there. No, you know what? We're not going to start with Jack. No, nah, let's start there because I don't want to stay on it too long. All right, bet. Jack Del Rio, the Washington Commanders, our beloved. We are Commanders. <laughs> commanders. Motherfucking defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders came out and said, oh, matter of fact, should I play it for people, T? If you want. Yeah, so the as y'all know, the commanders cannot stay out of the limelight for they damn life. They can't. We can't. I'm gonna play y'all the clip of the uh the Jack Del Rio press conference where they were addressing some of his tweets because he's been tweeting some Oh my god, look, I'm I'm getting mentioned in this shit all he fucking getting, day. He's been tweet he's been tweeting, so they asked him about it, and this is what he had to say about the this is what he had to say. Hold on, let me let me let me spot it up. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's nothing burned down. And we're not going to talk about it. We're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. I see the images on TV. All right, So basically... He he compares, he says, I look at I look at TV and people's livelihoods are being whatever, their businesses are being burned down. He's referring to the protests from the George Floyd, um, you know, the post George he's posted the George what happened with George Floyd. He's talking about how businesses were burned down and there were protests and he calls it people's livelihoods, whatever, and then he compares it to the insurrection at the Capitol where um, people literally tried to overthrow the government. Um, people were killed. People were hurt. It was over $1.5 million in damage, and he called it a dust-up. Mm-hmm. We had a dust-up at the Capitol, and he said, look, nothing was burned down. And they was like, oh, I'm sorry, Jack. There was like $1.5 million in damage. And then he came out and said, I know. I was there. And so I'm going to ask our Washington Commanders insider, JPT Terrence Mallory Finlay, because for somebody that has so much press about they established, um, uh, not, uh, for somebody that has so much press behind their team, no other team has this much drama, not even the Browns. The Browns have Baker, Deshaun. Y'all have Snyder. This, Terry, there's so much shit. Like, what do you think about this? And do you think this is going to fuck with y'all locker room? In so many words. I definitely think it's going to fuck with the locker room. I think we should fire him. I think we should drop his ass. His motherfucking ass have not been the best defensive coordinator, period. Just to start with his actual job. Two, he's like, I think we should have a discussion. I think as Americans, we all have a right... What are you so fucking hell-bent on comparing these two for? Who was comparing them? Not for real. Besides you. 
And my thing is this, what is your fucking point? I don't get this. I don't like that he came out and says, uh, people's livelihoods are being burned down. That's not a big deal. Nobody says nothing. What the fuck are you talking about? Y'all literally will not let that shit go. Y'all literally bring that shit up all of the fucking time. All of y'all MAGA don't do anything but bring that shit up. That's one of the reasons why we can't have gun control now, for real, for real. Look, because people want to act like we were savages and just did that shit for no reason. Right, but don't talk about the cause. That's the thing. I just, we got enough shit going on in our franchise. And it's like, I've been following Coach Del Rio since we hired him. I followed him on Twitter. And it's like, he's always been saying like, MAGA shit. Make, he's definitely real. Make America great again. Him standing up there talking about I'm an American, and as Americans we have rights. Yo, you are a defensive coordinator for a football team. When mm. we try to make stances, when the players try to come out and make stances, they get told to shut up and dribble. They get told, why don't you just play the game? Why don't you just play the game? So Jack Del Rio, I want you to shut the fuck up. Nobody gives a fuck what you think. Nobody cares. Is your defense going to be good this year? If I'm the command, if I'm Jason Wright, why, bro? Why are you standing up there talking about, or if you were asked about it, why are you on your Twitter feeding into political nonsense? Keep that shit in your circle. Talk to your peers about it. Like every other fucking defensive coordinator. Because guess what? I don't think that there's defensive, other defensive coordinators that don't agree with you. I think it's probably a lot of defensive coordinators in the NFL that might agree with what he said. Keep that shit to your fucking self. But he's going to say, I have rights. I can say what I want. All right, bet. Well, guess what? You off this fucking team. Next. Because we want somebody that's about this defense. Because guess what? Our defense was number two ranked going into the league last year. And that shit was the most embarrassing display of defense for the first three or four weeks. Fucking embarrassing. Nothing changed. Niggas read exactly what we did last year and was cooking the shit out of us for the first four or five games. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, like, you're not really good at your job. If you was the number one defensive coordinator, oh, all right, bet. If your defense was locked in again, if you'd have said this maybe last year, there would be leeway for you to get the I have my rights thing. But bet, you have your rights, but guess what? We letting your ass go because we got enough going on. I don't think that he's not allowed to have his own rights, but we have enough going on. Yeah, and to and see franchise. that Washington, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like all of your team captains are black, without, I, with the exception of Cole Holcomb. Chase Young, um, Jonathan Allen, um, the one of them cornerbacks y'all got, and uh, last year was Landon Collins. But your team, cap your defensive captains are black. This is something that affects them, and you are showing your ass that you don't really give a fuck. And you really showing. We have a dust up at the Capitol. Bet this is my question to everybody listening to this. Do you think they would be calling it a dust up if if the people that stormed the Capitol were black? Not a chance, because. Literally the same thing happened. So you mean to tell me y'all rushing the Capitol building, breaking up the Capitol building, trying to force the government to do something, that's just a dust up. But some black people who are mad about a senseless killing of an unarmed black man fucking up a 7-Eleven, fucking up a beauty salon, that's, that's, a, that's something we need to talk about. But a dust up at the fucking Capitol? Nah, y'all charging the Capitol... For literally no reason, is a dust up, Jack Deryl, you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot, and you should. And I don't. And I literally don't want you on our team because it's like, damn, you're like so much of an idiot that it's like you're one of them idiots that this is not about to even get through. You know, you're gonna keep that belief. So you off my team. If I'm the owner, you off my team. We got black players on our team.
We nah. got black people on our team that was affected by that. Nah, for sure. And honestly, I wouldn't be confident with him going into the league. Uh, I don't see how you keep that locker room. You already got you got all types of outsiders talking about you now, and y'all haven't paid Terry. Y'all need to get it together. Terry's going to leave, too. If I'm Terry and I'm black, I don't want to work be on the same team with him. And now we're going to have to just... Y'all just need to sell. It's, it's Snyder, bro. If y'all had a, to see our new logo up there, and it's and it's this. I swear, man. I swear. Whenever you see Washington up there, it's not about what we about to do on the field. It's about Snyder or this bullshit. Now, well, and now this. I was getting ready to say maybe y'all should just tank and get the top draft pick, but y'all gonna just trade back, trade back, trade back. Right. <laughs> God, man, I swear, man. I, I, hey, hey, let's get to some happy news. My motherfucking Denver Broncos finally um, sold to uh, Rob Walton the heir, the next heir or the heir to Walmart for four point six five billion dollars, the highest selling price for a team in history, and I'm excited. Rob Walton has been a Broncos fan his whole life. His whole family lives in Colorado. They want nothing but to see the team grow, X, Y, Z. That's awesome. Also, uh, George Lucas's wife, black woman, who is the, the head of whatever at Starbucks, she's on the ownership panel. So she's also got an ownership stake in our team. So now, basically, our team is owned by Walmart and motherfucking Starbucks. Let's get it. And uh, you know what I was going to say, Brody? Dude that bought our team, his net worth is $58.6 billion. He bought our team for $4.7 or just a, a round up to $4.7 billion. They said it's like the average American spending $9,000. Damn, yeah. It's, cra- it's crazy. You just buy a whole team. We'll take them. And so, we I buy- think that's dope. We about to be on. We'll see. Y'all always, Broncos always get shit. And look, they'll be excited. But then when shit goes left, you want to talk shit. You what know? can go left with new ownership? Look at our owner. Terrence, No. Do you Y'all think the are... owner of Walmart gives a fuck about your black ass? <laughs> <laughs> he probably said, Jack, that Jack Del Rio's got a point. Oh, shit, he's apologizing. I'm not going to come out and, <laughs> and agree. I wonder how many people would be like, you know what? It was a lot of the, even the Commander's fans. A lot of Commander's fans was like, wow, this world is so fucking sensitive now. We can't even have a conversation. All right. Nah, y'all showing yourselves. And you go to their page, they got the glass. You ever seen the... The memes that have all of the profile pictures with the, the dudes with the, them shades that he'd be wearing. Oh, yeah. But um, lastly in sports, man, NBA Finals. Last night the Celtics took a 2-1 lead. I just want to know what you're thinking. Does it, have your thoughts changed? or it, Podcast comes out Friday, and I think game four is tonight in Boston. Terrence, they just played last night. Wednesday night, and it's Thursday, which means the podcast drops Friday, and the next game is going to be Friday night when people get this podcast. Oh, damn. Okay. So, like I was saying, I think it's a great-ass fucking, I think it's a great series. I think it's a great series. I like to see Boston go and take one in uh, Golden State, and now I want to see Golden State go out there and take one in Boston. I, I'm having a hard time picking, you know what I'm saying, or sticking with my pick, but my man Jason Tatum, I wouldn't say is the best player in for Boston right now. I think it's my man Jalen Brown. Um... But I just like to see them young boys out there balling. I don't think I have any crazy style opinions on it. I'm still sticking with my pick. Uh, I hope Steph Curry is all right because them, what's his name, was laying on his ankle. It's like, yo, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, man. This I, is NBA. I'll be looking at them players like, hey, 
get the fuck off him because that's Steph Curry, you know? Yeah. Same thing with Braun. Terrence is a big Draymond fan, and I honestly think Draymond is the most overrated to me. Terrence is like, he's a facilitator. He can, but to me, he just be in the way. He fouled out last night, played trash, had two points. It's like, damn, we about to start looking at this motherfucker different. I listened to his podcast, and he was talking about how he let the, he said, I let the crowd, and I let the referees, and I let all of the things get in my head. Oh, yeah, like you always do. Nah, he don't always do that. Man, y'all got to put respect on Draymond Green's name. I just feel like if he was on any other teams, he would not be a champion. You literally rode the Steph, Clay, and KD coattail to a championship, and now you get to talk shit about somebody like uh, Charles Barkley, which I do think. Steph? I, I do think at a certain point, you can't talk about Draymond because he's a champion. But I do. I, now I'm looking at him like, damn, bro, you really just like cold out that drink. When Steph and Clay will tell y'all how great Draymond is. They would not have them open shots without Draymond. That's like Omarion telling you how good J-Bug is in the group. No, J- yeah. I mean, but you got to listen to that, though. Yeah, but you still owe, though. Yeah, all right, bad. We're not saying that Draymond is a Steph, but you got to put respect on Draymond's name. The fact that they lost is because of that Draymond game. If Draymond has a better game, they do not lose that game. I guarantee, and I, I agree with that. Draymond okay. Green, y'all will see. We get so infatuated with the people that are doing the scoring. You know? Mm-hmm. It's all about that final meal when they put that plate on your table. You're not thinking about the chefs that's cooking it up for real. Or the real reasons behind people's ideas. You know Steve Payment. A big reason why we love everything is love and the on a run tour to uh, mm-hmm. events. But guess what? We're going to say Beyonce and Jay. Beyonce and Jay. But Steve only got like, what, 7,000 followers, 8,000, something like that? But Mm -hmm. that man is here. Nah, yeah. That man was just on IMAX, moved over to Versus. That man moving, (laughs) making shit happen. That's a Draymond Green uh, effect. I feel like calling him Draymond is is disrespectful. The crowd was yelling, fuck you, Draymond. (laughs) And he said his kids and his wife was in in the stands, and he said, we ain't give a fuck. He said, we still going to walk up out of there. He said, fuck you, Draymond. Fuck you, too. That's how his, his podcast ended. That was dope. I saw that. I thought it was dope, too. Because honestly, fuck it. Yeah, let's get dirty. But um, two years of podcasting, this one was a little rocky. You For look, two years? Two years. I can't believe it. And I ain't, I ain't going to lie. I've been a little under the weather this week. It's just been a weird-ass week. We can tell. We can tell. <laughs> nah, yeah, I don't know if y'all can tell. Like, I've definitely been under the weather. I was like cleaning my car out, and I just got hot as fuck, y'all. Just hot as shit. Like, I felt like I was about to overheat. So, like, I just been, t- I just been chilling, you know. This nigga got the red rings of death <laughs> in my your body. Xbox, your Xbox <laughs> I had to put the towels around me and hoping that. Remember they would say you put the towels on it, and uh, your Xbox will come back. Yeah, so don't mean to have negative energy or be dry or anything, but. Two weeks, I mean, two two straight years of podcasting is just impeccable to me. Nah, for sure. Absolutely. I think it's, uh, I just can't wait to have 10 years. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, we won't be. easy. Yeah. And I'm excited for the next year. Y'all going to see a lot change over this next year. Like, we'll do it. We'll get a setting change. We'll be, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be just another level. And so, it's still S3 with it. We still season three. 
Oh shit, hold on, wait. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Still season three, man. What damn, what season? Season four. That's four. I can't wait for that. That's four is damn, I forget the episode, but we'll figure it out. Next time, y'all. Stay safe.